Hagler. Spins on Murray, off the glass and in. He's going at Jamal Murray like he was going at Jamal Murray tonight. He had 39. Wiggins. Teague's going to have to get it up. Gets it up and drills it. To be in the playoffs is huge. Um, this part of the, the year. Um, with what we endured with injuries and, and guys being out. The resiliency of these guys to uh, come together now of, of all times and get a big win like this one gives us momentum. Main man Jimmy the Bulldog brings us back to the 9 to Noon show. It's 9.37. Timberwolves heading to the postseason for the first time in a decade and a half. Uh, that's a joyous occasion. And uh, to talk about it is Timberwolves head coach Tom Thibodeau. Tom, Paul Allen, nice to chat with you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Paul. Yes, sir. Congratulations. You made it to the playoffs. How um, how was the atmosphere at Target Center last night? Yeah, it was amazing, and we certainly appreciated the support that we've gotten all year. But the uh, building was electric, and I'm really happy, of course, for, for Glenn, the organization, and the city, and certainly our players who worked extremely hard to get it done. Wiggins makes those free throws to seal it late, and I think I saw you pump a couple of fists and crack a smile. Is that accurate? Well, he he played tough down the stretch, and that was that was a good thing to to see. And of course, making those those free throws were huge. And uh, we had a lot of guys step up, and there were a lot of little things. And, and you know, we talked about it before the game. You don't know which play it'll be, but Taj's defense was spectacular down the stretch for us. Taj's strip on Jokic in front of the bench, one of the big plays of the game, right? No question about it. No question about it. And he had a Jokic had a terrific game. And Taj, when Taj went on to him, uh, he did an amazing job just uh, to make him work. And the plays that he made and the clutch plays that he made uh, were a big key to to us winning that game. And it's not only Taj's work with Jokic around the basket, but it was all around the perimeter as the shot clock winds down, forcing him to throw up like 28-foot uh, three-pointers that had no chance. With um, with, with, with that, I mean, obvi- you, you'd like all of your guys to play like that all of the time, right? Yeah, well, I think that's what Taj brings to the team. Is, is He brought a lot of toughness, and uh, he's, he's all team. Whatever you ask him to do, you know, he guards everyone. Uh, he sets great screens. He rolls hard to the rim. He runs the floor. They're all things that probably don't show up in a box score, but are critical for the team to win. Uh, and he was banged up pretty good last night. And he just went out there and he played with so much toughness. And the same uh, holds true for Jimmy. You know, those two guys were were amazing for us. Uh, speaking of Jimmy, you guys are three and zero since Jimmy returned. Uh, you beat the Lakers on the road. You beat Memphis. Then then you went on the grind and got one last night. What what makes Jimmy Butler so important to you guys winning? Well, I think the mental and physical toughness to go along with his talent you know when we brought him in we felt we were very fortunate to we were getting we knew we were getting a top 10 player and a guy that was going into his prime but i thought the toughness was something that we really needed uh and he's provided that he and taj have done an amazing job and of course jeff teague is also a tough guy that has played very very well and you know the unfortunate part of uh, Jimmy getting injured was, you know, obviously him missing the games, but we also benefited from Carl, Andrew, and Tyus having the opportunity to grow. In the last month, uh, month and a half of the season, those games were they're virtually playoff games because of the the tightness of that race. 
going down. And then, of course, last night was like a game seven. Um, so I think they had an opportunity to grow, and our veterans have, have done a great job for us all year long. Situational defense in the NBA obviously is very important, and, and you got some of that last night, specifically late in the game. You know, in, in, in looking back at your career, Tom, you know, back, back when you were an assistant with the New York Knicks, 96-04, that there were some of those Knicks teams that they were just stone-cold bulldogs with situational defense, right? Yeah, well... Uh, those you're, you're going back a ways, and it was a different era. And obviously, the rule rules were a lot different back then. And when you think back to those days, there a lot of the small forwards were virtually power forwards, and the physicality of the game was there probably could have been a fight on every play. <laughs> and one of the things that you know, when they made the rule changes, it was to open up the game. And now we're seeing the opposite. We're seeing small forwards are playing the power forward position. There's a lot more shooting on the floor, and they wanted to open up the game. They thought it was it was slowing down too much and it was too physical, yeah. and they were right. So the I think the game is in a great place. And but the the other part of this is I think the development of the big guys uh, and you're seeing. And we had you know obviously a, a guy like Carl is so unique because of his skill set. He's basically a seven footer that has guard skills. Uh, and that's added a lot to the game also. So you're saying the days of Jeff uh, Van Gundy grabbing onto Alonzo Mourning's leg or or Robert Parrish punching Bill Lane Beer in the Eastern Conference Finals are done? <laughs> yeah, don't forget about Mikhail. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mikhail, Mikhail and Rambus. Yeah, and we can even go farther back with, um, I think it was um, Danny Ainge, and was it Andrew Toney or Sedale Threat? Yeah, Danny bit someone's finger. It might have been Tree Rollins. I think yeah. he bit the finger. Oh, that was but the worst think, ever. Hey, but it's you know it's funny when you when you go back and you watch some of the, those classic games. Yeah, it's it's so different. Like you, the physicality yeah. of those games was just amazing, and that's what you know. Like someone just mentioned about you know Jordan. What would he average in today's game? Like when you guarded Jordan, he was impossible to guard. Yeah, and you had to really grab and hold all the time with him. Otherwise. You know, who knows what he would have scored in today's NBA? Those would all be fouls. Tips. You know, he'd be at the line fifteen to twenty times a game. You know, so it's uh, but it's different. But it, it's made the game better. I think that uh, it, it's real exciting. It's opened things up, and it's put more value on. You know, you have to go out and you have to find toughness and you have to find two way players. I think when you look at a guy like Jimmy. That's what he what he's brought to our team is he can virtually guard all all five positions and uh, and I think that's even more important now in today's game. Tibbs, I grew up a Celtics fan. <laughs> Tree, Roll, Tree Rollins held Larry Bird so Doctor J could could throw haymakers at him. It was like one of the worst moments ever. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom. No, I remember that. You're right. You're right. No, it's. You, you think about all those Celtic teams, and they were uh, uh, that team was pretty amazing. But uh, all those the, the rivalries were were something else too. You know, whether it was Philadelphia for a while, there was yeah, it was uh, that that rivalry was pretty amazing. Tom Thibodeau, coach of the uh, playoff bound Minnesota Timberwolves, nine to noon. Overall, what'd you think of Carl Anthony Towns' game last night? Terrific. You know, it's, uh, you know he got in a little bit of foul trouble, but. Uh, just the way he he played, I, he, I think he's grown a lot this year. I think he's his impact on winning has been far greater. Uh, and the, the best part about 
his game as he's young. He's going to get better. Same thing with Andrew and Tyus. So as they continue to grow, our team will get better and better. Carl Anthony Towns and uh, Nikola Jokic, they they the, they kind of have a nice little rivalry, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's it's pretty amazing. Like when you're watching them play, it's it's their skill sets are are, are really amazing. And <laughs> you know they they they're on the perimeter and they can bring you away from the basket. And when they do that, it opens up you know the cutting game and. Uh, they can put it on the floor, and, and Jokic is such a great passer. It's, if you make a body position mistake, he's going to make you pay for it. But uh, th- those two have gone at it pretty good. Tibbs, you've won a title. Do you um do you think it's good for Cat and Wiggins to feel this success and see what it takes to get to the playoffs? I do, I do, and that's and as I mentioned, when Jimmy went down, I think they're learning a a lot about toughness, both mental and physical, and being in those games and in those situations and understanding how important every play is and the physicality of it. And if you went back a week or so ago to the game that was in Denver, I thought we played really well in that game. I think we had to leave with a minute 48, and the difference in the game was was two offensive rebounds You know, late in the game. And that, you know, just learning that that's that's usually what these games come down to. And so the whole emphasis has been on finishing. And whether it's a blockout, a drive, a quarter, a game, a season, just on a, like one play could be the difference. And uh, just understanding the mental and physical part of that. And I think that's where they've grown the most. Andrew can be shaky at the foul line, Tom. Uh, were, were you confident he'd nail those two at the end? I like the, his toughness. Uh, he, he, I don't know if you remember the play he got fouled on earlier with the with the rebound, where he just went up and he's you know with two hands and there was a lot of contact and he came up with the ball and got fouled on the play, but we're seeing more of those plays from him and then of course making those free throws I think is a big boost for him. What um, what do you like about Jeff Teague's game? Uh, his ability to get into the lane. Yep. You know, and uh, I had the opportunity when I was in Chicago to coach against him when he was in Atlanta uh, during the playoffs, and he was he and Al Harford were virtually impossible to stop. So I think he's brought that to the team, uh, and then there's a toughness to him. But he can shoot the ball. He can. He's very good in a pick and roll. He can get into the paint and make plays, and you need that in the playoffs. He doesn't play a ton, but how is Derrick Rose helping? You know, we we hit a lull. You know, with Jimmy being out, and then uh, Jeff was nicked up also, and I thought he injected life into us. And so, uh, and Derek's got a lot of experience. Unfortunately, he got hurt in that Clipper game, which was, uh, you know, a, a big win for us here. Uh, and he played great in the second quarter, but he's given us a big boost off the bench. And I like the way that group has played uh, with Tyus, Derek, Jamal, uh, and of course now Jimmy. Uh, along with Cat, they played very, very well for us. How um, how badly do you need Jamal Crawford's shot to come around for this Houston series? Well, I think it's it's critical. You know, and Jamal is more of a scorer than he is a you know a pure shooter. And you know, I watch the way teams guard him, and even just when he's out there, that he gets a lot of attention. So just I want him to play his game, stay aggressive. The the good thing about him is he's been in a million situations, so. He'll be confident if he's being trapped. He just get rid of the ball and, and make the right play. And when he does that, our, it makes our our offense work 
uh, very well. Last time the T-Wolves made the playoffs, Tom, you were an assistant with the Houston Rockets. What uh, what do you remember about basketball in Houston? Uh, it, it was a very enjoyable experience. We were we had Yao Ming and Tracy McGrady, <laughs> and, and those, uh, unfortunately we couldn't get out of the first round. But those two guys were were unbelievable, and uh, you know it was it was the start of uh, you know a, a pretty good run there. Uh, but it was in it was a, a really it's a great sports town. In uh, the you know the the fans were terrific down there as well. So you weren't there with Granville Waiters and Lewis Lloyd. I'm not that old, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But it's 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 really it's a it's a great franchise. They have all those the when you walk into their practice facility, they have the pictures of all the teams, and just going back and looking at some of those teams is pretty amazing. They've had it's a very you don't think of it sometimes, but they've had a very rich tradition. They've had some great great. Big guys, yeah. When you think about Elijah Wan and Moses Malone and yeah. Ralph Sampson and and Yao and you know, of course, Clyde Drexler is a you know perimeter guy, but you know, a lot, they've had a lot of great players there. Harden might be the MVP. We know that. Chris Paul's a Hall of Famer. We know that. Why is center Clint Capella so important to what they do? Just because of the pressure, you know, it, that he puts on the rim. And you, you can't overlook how important that does, and he's relentless with it. So he oftentimes he'll set a high pick and roll, he'll roll to the rim. You might defend it well. They'll move the ball. He'll sprint out and do it again. And he's he never stops moving. And then he's so disciplined with his spacing. So if they're in driving kick, he'll, he's all the way down on the baseline. He's in the dunker spot. If you go to help. You can't overhelp against this team. They're, they're, they'll make you pay for it, whether it's Capella at the rim or in, an open three-point shooter. And, and the challenge is you know, to also contain Harden and Paul off the dribble, as you just mentioned. It's, it's very unique, but they put a lot of pressure on you. How do you handle this beginning Sunday? Seriously, I mean, I know it's an 8-1, big deal, but do you try to go blow for blow? Do you go three for three? What do you do? Yeah, you know, I think the big thing is to be ready. You know, so like today, our, our guys are going to come in. We'll we'll watch film. They'll get their playoff books. We'll we'll start to lay out the plan, and then uh, we're going to have to play great. You know, their their numbers tell you how good they are, uh, but we have to be ready when the ball goes up. Tom, thanks a lot. Congratulations on the win last night, and uh, hopefully we get a chance to chat again soon, okay? Thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks for having me on. See you. Good luck. Okay, thank you. Tom, Tom Thibodeau, coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nacho Lieber in studio next. You're listening to P.A. He's pretty dreamy. I'm not going to lie. He's fantastic. On the fan.